right, you heard the theme song. This is a special edition of the National Rally Podcast where we pay in tribute the one and only, the legendary, and pioneer, the original Juice and Thunder Liger. Now, on the last episode, it was a year in review and we was all over the place, but that's how sometimes it be, you know. I'm supposed to have notes for the show, but I like to do it organically. I like to talk about what I want to talk about. The of this main podcast is getting away from, because I think whoever's listened to the latest episode that I put up Friday uh, should know that this podcast is not about WWE. It's not about one singular promotion. This ain't just about an AEW podcast. This is about my life. In and outside the ring. And the stuff that I want to talk about. And what I like to shed light on is promotions that don't get enough coverage. I like to talk about the promotions not only that I like to watch. That I think everybody should check out. And for those who listen to the National Rally Podcast. And you know we talk about pro wrestling. But you know we talk about other stuff too. But if you come for the other stuff and you you want to hear my stories, we're going to have more of that. Uh, and I will tell stories about just all about the stuff, you know, who are hearing, want to hear the silent life of that man. What's it like to be a part of the National Experience lifestyle? Don't get me wrong. We're going to have more of that. But I just had to take your time uh, and just record. It was, it's solo right now because nobody's here. Uh, I'm here at the National Casa. I didn't ask nobody to come. Plus, everybody is at at making moves and they're getting money and stuff in there. The bell guy is doing other stuff. He's doing other work. Uh, he's managing his magazine and getting stuff for his workout gear. And he has a lot of stuff planned. You know, a lot of stuff. He's on. He's on the move. Me. All I have is, of course, I have this podcast. And, of course, I have my wrestling. I have me wrestling in the ring. But also, you know, I like to say that I'm always looking for talent. I'm always looking for people to to uh, try out for the Nancy team. See, the Nancy team, I think people get misunderstood. Like, we don't want nobody. We do want people. It's just you got to meet our qualifications. If you meet those qualifications, hey, listen, you can be, you can get where many people are clamoring to get or will clamoring to get. We'll be the most popular shirt in pro wrestling. We'll be the hottest shirt in the game with the hottest group in the game. Don't get it confused. There's a lot of great groups out there, but there is nobody like the Nasty team. So, you know, if you're not down with us, just get down and lay down. And if you ain't getting down, you obviously gonna lay down. That's the mentality we on on twenty twenty. It's the nasty takeover. But I want to come in, you know, as re- as a as you get in as speaking as a wrestler, and as you get into the world of pro wrestling, and you you know trainers. Some trainers will tell you, oh, you know, you can't be. You can't what well, you know what's the what is the fame word by everybody else who's used not just people in the industry fans in the industry in the sport of professional wrestling in the art form genre that it is 
uh, will use the word mark. Well, I've never been a mark. I've been a fan. It's, you know, and I, I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't get starstruck. But what I will do is, I'm not going to go, oh my God, oh my God, it's so-and-so, because it's not my style. With anybody, I don't care if you're music, uh, acting, whatever you do. I don't, I'm, I'm never like that. And I think a lot of the times I talk to the belt guy, he thinks I'm like that. He thinks I'm, uh, I'm like, oh my God, it's just so-and-so. No, I, I, you know, I get excited at the fact that in a calmly manner, that I that I've met a lot of people in the short time that I've been at the power factory. Now I want to get this clear, just solo because, like I like I said before, everybody's making moves and everybody's doing stuff. But I wanted to do the solo because, one, well, I don't want to interrupt my point of view, what I have to say. Not only that is talking about sh- stuff that doesn't really matter right now when you have a legend retiring. I mean, you know, we're not going to talk about SmackDown and NXT. Yes, the Usos came back. I'm glad for those brothers. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about, you know, the retirement of Jushin Thunder Liger and what he has meant to me. I've never got to meet Jushin Thunder Liger. I've always wanted to meet Jushin Thunder Liger. I see him on these different events, but it was never an event that I was on. And so I was, you know, of course, like any other person that watched Jushin Thunder Liger and is influenced by him. Or any other person that you be influenced, you want to meet your influencers. You want to meet the people who got you into what you're liking. So, of course, I wanted to meet Juice and Thunder Liger and wrestle Juice and Thunder Liger or tag with Juice and Thunder Liger, but that never got to happen. And I wonder, I was going to make a big Instagram post and say it all in the Instagram post, but I decided to take to my podcast because this, this is what this is for. Um, so, that being said, uh, you know, I think. A lot of times that if you're hearing this podcast, you're thinking, oh, I'm giving my review or, you know, what this started out as and what this is turning into is two different things. I think it's turning into a debate show and that's cool. You know, it's going to turn into a debate show, but it also is a combining of my favorite shows or podcast shows that I liked. Later on, I discovered Wrestling Super, but first, I like Coke Banner's Art of Wrestling. I like when he sit down with people and he just talk with his friends, and that's what this is. Sure, if I meet you and I become a fan, not only just a fan of you as a, just as a wrestler, but as a person. If I can become a fan of you as a person, I like to sit down and chop it up with you, and I like to see, you know, the background of you, because everybody want to know the background of that man, but I also want to have my other talented friends that I like to talk to. So, no matter where they go, if they pop up on uh, All Elite or WWE or New Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever major or MLW, it doesn't matter. Uh, I want to know that not only we chopped it up and we talked to them, people heard our conversation. And yeah, this is a raw and uncut podcast. And if you hear this podcast and you don't like what I'm saying, oh, guess what? You don't have to listen to it. It's just, it's as simple as that. I'm still going to have my views. And I know in the era of canceling people and taking people away and, you know, but I have my views that I've been having my views of. And it's not going to be to everybody's liking. I'm not going to rub, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rub everybody the right way. Everybody's not going to like me. 
And I, I've been okay with that for years. I knew that, I don't know, since I was in my mid-teens, that everybody's not going to like me. Now, listen, a lot of people do like me and a lot of people don't like me. For the those who don't like me, oh, this is going to piss you off even more. Especially if I'm, a, if, I've, if I'm talking about your favorite wrestler, whether it be Alexa Bliss or it be Sasha Banks. Well, really, you know what? Sasha Banks... As far as wrestling, I have no problem with Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is one of the fantastic wrestlers in the world right now. Uh, her and Bailey, I mean, but am I going to talk about, you know, if I say, you know, I don't know. For example, if I say, you know, Sasha Banks, she ain't got that much ass. That's my opinion. That's how I feel. But. Getting back in, she got a little bit, you know, you know, go with the blue and stuff. I like it. If I say, oh, you know what? I don't like Bailey's hair. I think it's like, what the fuck they was they doing? Was somebody cutting her, was somebody cutting her with their eyes closed or whatever? Something, something like that. But, you know, if you get mad at that, well, you need to calm your ass down. Because I met, let's just talk about Alexa Bliss fans, because I know it's going to come up that people are going to hit me up on Twitter and be like, why are you talking bad about Alexa Bliss? Listen, okay. I don't want this to be like, oh, she's the, you know, if somebody says, oh, she's the most polarizing, they're probably going to say that on Raw uh, one day. Oh, she's the most polarizing uh, person on Raw. That's when they, you know, that's when they say stuff about, about, this is this, you know, when they say polarizing, it always, it always, I don't say upsets me, but it's like, she's not polarizing because people tell them that you're not a good wrestler, which I'm not going, I'm not going to say she just can't wrestle because that's just the, that's just the known fact. She's me, she's mediocre at wrestling. We you know that. It's okay. Some people be like, oh yeah, Nancy, you're horrible. You're not the you're not you're not the best wrestler in the world. You you are you're probably the worst wrestler in the world. And you know people probably told me that, and I don't really give a damn. So it's you know it's perception. You know some people may like my style, and even that I approve of my skills training at the Power Factory. Even that I get more holes and more locks and stuff, and I choose the and not only improving this year, like I said. Pushing myself forward in the gym and then in wrestling training in general, you're still probably going to dislike me. So it doesn't really matter the fact of you not liking my style or I'm the worst wrestler. I'm kind of decent. I'm, I'm kind of okay. It's just this. I played a victim role with Alexa Bliss. I never, I never really got behind. Like she may be a nice girl. She may be a nice person. Don't get me wrong. She may be a nice girl. And she may, you know, I might meet her one day and, you know, we might just uh, have a good conversation. What I'm saying is, is I'm calling shit out like I see it. Like we, me and the bell guy see stuff. I mean, you know, I'll say this. The bell guy has this, uh, he has a logical fact thing. He likes to check the facts and I secretly think he works for WWE because he just likes to, like, he'll tell me privately that he, like, oh, WWE's dead, Raw is dead, it's WWE's trash. But on the podcast, he'll come up on here talking about, well, we had, WWE had a phenomenal year, they had a great year, or whatever. Listen, let's just keep facts. 
WWE had a, a alright year. There, it, it was the time that WWE need to step their shit up kind of year. In the mid, like, let's get in, like, in the mid, like, when they started going in the SummerSlam, they needed to step their shit up. But not really until they, not until November. They, they, through the near the end of the year, they, they stepped their stuff up. They, you know, and it's not just because of, you know, or it, it probably has something to do with uh them up in Saudi Arabia. So but that was also kind of a blessing in disguise actually for them because then Triple H got the show with hey, hey actually this could be a SmackDown could actually be a good show. Um so I I don't want this podcast to be anything of this show and my friends chopping it up with them given the pro wrestling Companies that that I think, not only that I think, that should get spotlighted. I don't understand why, if this is this big independent wrestling boom, then only certain amount of companies are being talked about. Like, okay, so I don't understand why nobody, let's probably be like one, two podcasts talking about AW. It's probably one or two podcasts talking about Beyond. I don't know why that is. I mean, it's probably three. Probably three. But I want to be one of those podcasts that want to get love to Beyond. But not only Beyond, but like, not only MLW, but just promotions, you know. Not only giving support and throwing it into one fall category, because not only I wrestled there, but giving guys at New South, talking about them, talking about these different promotions that I don't think get spotlighted. But anyway, I know it took a long for him to explain the reasons and stuff like that. But we're going to get on to uh, this me sitting down talking to you about Jushin Dunn and And what not only influenced me, but as a fan, like I was saying earlier, um, me as a fan... Uh, but like wrestlers tell you, coaches will tell you not to be such a much as a fan. Don't be a mark. Don't be a mark. Don't pay, take pictures of this guy. Don't take pictures of that guy. I barely take pictures. Anybody knows me, and I and I've explained this to the bell guy many a times. If you see my Instagram, you ain't gonna see me with a lot of people. I probably will take one or two pictures with that person because you one. This is how I see it. If I know, if I see. Like, for example, I was in the Power Factory one day and I saw Tomo Lore of the Grills and Destiny. I had never, I, if you had told me he would pop up here at the, if he was going to pop up at the Power Factory, I never would have believed you. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Why would you be at the Power Factory? Or it just so happens that uh, QT and Tomo Lore know each other from training, from training at Team 3D, and they go back, way back, they're friends, so, he went up there, he worked out at the gym there, they, you know, he uh, helped out the people at the Power Factory, helped out me a lot, because I was, I just wanted to pick his brain about tag team wrestling, and I still want to pick his brain about tag team wrestling, but I got all I wanted to get in at, at, uh, that told my tongue, you know, he paid me some good kind of, he told me things I need to work on and stuff like that. And it was cool. But then I got a picture with him 
and as me getting a picture with him, um, it was cool. Uh, I don't get many pictures with people because it just, you know, to me, they're just, they're just dudes that happen to do what they love to do, and they're just dudes, they're just guys and girls, and I really don't really see the front of, you know, getting so excited from that person, um, but I do give pictures of people who I want to get pictures of. I mean, if I, you know, Billy Gunn came to Power Factory uh, many times, and you know, people ask me why you never got a picture of Billy Gunn. Eh, it's not what I really want to do. It's not really what I wanted to do. If I really wanted to take a picture with him, I would have took a picture of him. This is my decision of uh, of wanting to do what I want to do. So. And plus, like I said earlier, I think this podcast is like what it started out to and what it's becoming to is different. Now I'm just saying it's not going to be a debate show. This this podcast is going to be in all forms of different stuff. It's going to be a debate show. It's going to be a entertainment story time. It's going you're going to hear people. You can call it interview, but we're not interviewing. We're just talking. I'm talking to people that I know. Like I'm going to have on Royal you know, if you've seen her, well, mainly if you listen to this podcast, for those who watch AEW and are wrestling fans, uh, know that I trained Royal at the Wonderful Power Factory. Well, I don't call it the Wonderful because Wonderful is a wrestling organization. Uh, training her at the Power Factory and many other people that I want to have on, not just my coach. And I also want to have on Matt Sales. But I also want to have on a lot of people that come a time, uh, you know, that not only that I want to wrestle, that I want to wrestle in the ring. I want to sit down and chop it up. We're going to chop it up in the locker rooms, chop it up wherever. Because this is on my phone, and if you don't know, uh, it is. Um, I will put it in literally in the middle so we both, you both can hear our voices. We can be talking, and I can take this anywhere. Um, so... That being said, um, getting into Jushin Dunn the Liker, like I was saying, uh, Jushin Dunn the Liker what is I'm, I'm saying like he's dead, but he's not. Uh, but in the ring, uh, for a lot many people inspired a generation, and I want to say this to if any I see a lot of I, I see a lot of people like who is that? Um, oh, he's some old guy from New Japan or something. I see a lot of Glissal I got from I mean say how you say you say even you have to be a certain age or whatever or your younger fan. Less knowledgeable people about Jushin Dunder Liger. And those people if you just watch WWE you never seen Liger. Probably if you if you watch uh WWE and you watch NXT on the WWE Network, and you've seen his match with Tyler Breeze, you be like, oh, that's the guy that wrestled uh, Tyler Breeze. Well, he's not just the guy who wrestled Tyler Breeze. He is actually a legend, a wrestling legend, that even Arby's will just like, thank you, Liger, uh, for, you know, all your contribution to your career. So, they didn't say contributions, but they thank you for all the years. Now, 
I don't use big words, but that that's a big word for me. Even that's a, that's a private school education that I that I was be able to take in. I didn't graduate from, but I was be able to take in. So I know a little bit of big words. Anyway, Justin Thunder Liger was I first I first saw him on TV about I think I was eight or nine or ten, but I saw him when I was watching WCW. Now, being as a kid, I'm. I was in Philadelphia at the time, and uh, I just was sitting down watching wrestling with my dad at the time, or what I knew of the, my dad, what I thought was my dad. Anyway, I was watching wrestling at the time. I was watching WCW, and you know, you had you had uh, a lot of different kind of guys. You had Ray Mysterio, you had Damian Lego, you had Brian Pillman and stuff, but. No, no matter that Brian Pillman um, and Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio inspired me. Uh, not only just Shane Douglas, not all these guys, Jushin Thunder Liger inspired me too. And it just hit me today that not only he's retiring, that I will never get to step in the ring with him. Not only I will never get to step in the ring, I will never get to meet this man. And I heard from numerous people that have met Jushin like a great guy, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was some of it was their goal to wrestle Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, some, you know, I know. Remember Adam Cole wrestled him on his last day, last match in Ring of Honor. So that was pretty pretty cool for him. I don't know why I keep yawning. Um, I will say this. You shouldn't done a like it. What is an innovator and a pioneer? I know I say this about a lot of legends, but a lot of them are pioneers and innovators. Before, like you gotta understand that you shouldn't done the liger is an innovator for his time because he started in like the uh the eighties and then um became a star in like the nineties of uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. And later became became on WCW because he was ripping it up so bad. He's ripping it up so good in New Japan Pro, as uh, Marquise likes to say. But uh, as a bell guy, I will say, uh, the bell guy likes to say, um, and they had a you know WCW and New Japan had a partnership back then, which I didn't know as a kid. But seeing him on WCW. Was cool as I don't know what I be eating my cereal and I see him and I was like my all uh, my my eyes like what the fuck is happening as a kid. Um, watching him there and then later on discovering him like just seeing him again. I don't just say discovering him, seeing him again later on in my teenage years of my friends saying, "Man, I just picked up this." Thing called New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's WWE kind of stuff. Um, seeing him on there, I was glued to the TV, and I was at the Boys and Girls Club watching Juice and Dunderlager. He said, "Um, so this watching countless, numerous matches of of his, and whether it be." In New Japan, would it be in Ring of Honor? I mostly saw his matches in uh, I saw in WCW as a kid, and then later on, mainly saw 
his Ring of Honor matches. Because, you know, uh, at this time, I've already discovered Ring of Honor, being a fan of Ring of Honor. So, I saw him and Brian Daines, and I'm like, man, this is going to be so good. Then I saw him on TNA when I first caught TNA Impact Wrestling back when he was TNA and stuff. And seeing him against Samoa Joe, that was, I still remember that to this day. Still a badass match. Um, but he inspired a lot of guys now, like Adam Cole, Ryder Strong. A lot of guys that are that you like Seth Rollins, all of them. And it's just sad for me that I don't get to get to be in the ring with him and stuff. But uh, I know he took under the wing of Cheeseburger and got him in Japan and one of the main events. Got gave him his signature move, the Palm Strike, the Show Tape Palm Strike. Uh, so, this man is just a legend. He's wrestled all the best in the world, like, from the, from the 80s to the 90s to the, the 2000s. You gotta understand, this is like, literally, probably even a 40, 40 year career. You know, probably even, probably even, yeah, 40, 40, I'll say 30, 31, 32, 40, it's a long career. But I just wanted to take this time out that say that you know it's it's a long career of just watching Jushin Thunder Liger get a cartoon. He is like I said, he inspired Adam Cole, he inspired all these guys that wanted to wrestle that that one guys back then wanted to be junior heavyweights, and so uh. A lot of the times, guys want to wrestle Jushin Thunder Liger. Getting on to the, getting on to getting back to the WCW thing. I watched WCW. That was my program. I will, I will say this outright. People know me that know that my my friend Marquise tries to, my friend the belt guy, as he wants to be called, as he is called, I guess. Um, wants me to wave the flag of WWE. And even back then when I met him, he, he like just like, oh yeah, you was a big WWE fan. I was like, no, it never was. I can't. I never could. If I was a WWE fan, I would have probably left, stopped watching wrestling years. I probably would have watched, stopped watching wrestling in as as eleven, twelve. I would have, I would have left because I never did like the promotion. I'm not gonna see. I I appreciate everybody who wants me to who wanted me to go to WWE and wanted me to pop up on NXT and you know it's a good thing to have those just you know oh yeah I, I want you to go to WWE you know you know as as the highest platform as Marky says the as the bell guy said the top of the mountain. The hierarchy of sports entertainment. Well, I don't think like that. I didn't grow up loving sports entertainment. I grew up loving pro wrestling. And Jushin Thunder Liger was one of those guys that when I saw him on WCW, I was like, who is that? I got to find it out. Now, I would go online and I would find clips and 
numerous matches of his. I watch you. I don't know why I'm yawning. I wasn't yawning before I recorded the podcast. Um, I'll say this. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger was... Was the introduction... Was getting me to watch New Japan. Uh, I watched him... When I was watching... I was looking for TNA Impact to watch. And they had a simulcast. You know, and it was uh, casting... In for Wrestle Kingdom, and it was TNA in New Japan, and you should have done like it was on on that card. And I was like, man, I ain't seen this dude in a while. He was having a great matches. I forget who he was wrestling. I really got to go back and look back at it. But this is not even gonna be a long one. Uh, I decided to say, Jushin Thunder Liger was uh, one of those guys that I always wanted to wrestle. Uh, not only just wanted to wrestle, I wanted to meet, I wanted to learn from. I wanted to say, yo, I learned from Jushin Thunder Liger. Just like it was pretty damn cool for me to learn from Jay Lethal uh, and get in the ring with him. Uh, which I still do. Oh. Uh, But I don't know about getting the ring with him because he's under contract to Ring of Honor. And I like to say this about Ring of Honor. Just I can't end this podcast without saying this. Uh, I think. Yeah. So from this forward, you hear the belt got bash Ring of Honor and bash other promotion, and you think to yourself, "Man, this is supposed to be for independent wrestling." Or it is. This guy goes on and he wants to parade around about Derby because obviously he's I I didn't figure it out. He accuses me of being a secret agent of Derby, but I think he's a secret agent of all. Like there is so much pro wrestling companies, and we still gonna be drinking the Derby Kool Aid. Okay, I have told him that he's in the Derby bubble, and he says I I watch all wrestling. No, you only watch. He only watches guys that are getting ready to go to WWE or guys that are in WWE. He doesn't. He doesn't watch. Uh, he he is a sports entertainment fan. Uh, it's not a not a not a pro wrestling fan. So, it's knowing that. Um, but also, I this podcast is not going to be one of those. All we know is WWE kind of guys. All we do is going to talk about WWE. I don't really like those podcasts. I don't really get... I can't. I can't. Because you drinking the Kool-Aid of WWE, you obviously want a job with the company. You are... You, you, this is what I think. Guys like Sam Roberts and... Ryan Satin and guys of that magnitude that talk about Derby uh, to your nauseam, um, they obviously want something to do with the company. They always want to work work for the company. And it's cool that you go to independent wrestling shows and, you know, stuff like that. And now you're, you know, you know, it's like it's like that one kid that I knew in high school that all he watched was uh, all he watched was basketball. No, all he watched was football 
Yeah, we go back to we back go back to basketball. All he watches is basketball. All he watches is the NBA. And then they started showing the uh, European leagues and then the stuff at the Olympics. And he was like, "Oh, what is this? I never knew this existed." It's the same thing in pro wrestling. Uh, fans, some fans, you you be a WWE guy. I'm not gonna hate on that. But I what I'm not gonna do is are we not gonna talk about acting like shit don't out here don't that you don't see nothing that there is no there's not a world out here. And that's where that's where the belt God acts like. There's not a world outside the wrestling world. I am talking about the wrestling world because I'm not concerned about what Triple H and Vince is doing. Now let's call it what it is. I'm not concerned about what Paul's doing, okay? Why? Because that's that's not for me. Even when I was a little kid, I never really cared about WWE. It was always the alternate. If it was an ECW it would be ECW and WCW. If it wasn't that, it would be Ring of Honor. If it wasn't that, I, you know, I had other. If it wasn't Ring of Honor, it'd be Ring of Honor New Japan. I've always been watching pro wrestling. Now, you know, do I like to watch guys that I've seen in Ring of Honor? See how they do in WWE? Yeah, I do. Do I watch WWE? Yeah, I do. Oh, not anymore recently, but in the past I did because I wanted to see how guys that I knew come in because I, I know them. I like them, you know, and don't get me wrong. I like some WWE guys too, but for the most part, I've been an independent wrestling fan for, I don't know, for a lot of years now. It's just been a, it's, it's a lot of years and I'm glad to see that I want, you know what? Speaking on the juice and done the liger, I want more people. I want more people to see my Instagram post. I want the hip, the wrestling hipsters of the world. I want the new fans to see my post, to see guy a guy. I want them to see juice and done the liger, and I want them to look up juice and done the liger. And if, like I said in the post, if you don't know who juice and done the liger is, you might want to go Google it, research it, and YouTube it, and just see. The pure legendary matches that he had and legendary moments and memories that he had for fans and this not only this fans in general. Uh a lot of them a lot of them went over to All Elite Wrestling. And a lot of them went over there and they jumped on that side. And that's cool. But those guys not only just in all elite wrestling, those guys and WWE fans, if whatever fan you're you're a part of, no matter if you rap the WWE or if you rap AEW, I advise you to go to Jushin Thunder Liger on YouTube and just watch the catalog of his matches. Of the three of the thirty one years, thirty two the years, the decades that he has gone around at what, I like fifty something years old. And it's been kicking ass ever since. Like, he was kicking ass since his debut. And then 54, probably 54 years later, you know, he's still kicking ass. And then seeing him retire, it's like, man, I don't know what to do now. I Like, that was one of my goals, the wrestling liker. I didn't, I didn't care where it would be. It would be AEW. Well, I did care. It would be AEW or it would be New Japan. 
or Beyond Wrestling or PWG. It'll be somewhere in the States that I wanted to wrestle in. But, you know, with time, he said, I just got to retire. So, a failure. But I want everybody to, you know, search out Juice and Thunder Liger. Because he's an incredible talent and I think everybody needs to see him. Um... I want to get on to the next topic of Jushin Dunn Lager and stuff like that. I want new fans to discover Jushin Dunn Lager and you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be an awestruck of this guy. That Rogan that Ronan kick that everybody do right now is innervated by Jushin Dunn Lager. That running power bomb that Dave Batista used to do and people still use it right now. Still, you shouldn't done the liar, you know? I want everybody to take it in and just watch the legendariness of Jushin done the liar. Um, it's kind of hard because I, just, I really did want to wrestle him. But, it's okay. We got other goals to get uh, complete. So... I wanted to was not only to say thank you to Jushin Thunder Liger, thank you for the memories, but also thank you for having great, fantastic matches and being a true pioneer, a true legend in the sport. Like not only just a, not only just a Japanese legend, but a lesson in pro wrestling that inspired generations for that junior heavyweight style and. Not only that, win the Junior Heavyweight Championship of the World. So, that being said, I'm going to um, tell you this. There will be no, like I said, there will be no WWE uh, talk. I don't care how long Marquis tries to tell me, oh, you know, we should have WWE stuff on. No. This is the wrestling podcast for us and for world and for pro wrestling fans, but also non wrestling fans. What I do want to say, like I did say, go check out Dushin Duncan Liger. I like people that are maybe a year in or two years watching wrestling and they know nothing about other than what they watch. So it's then like it's so new to them. Um, watching Dushin Duncan Liger, if you're new, you've never seen nothing like him. In your life. Just like when you come see that man. You've never seen nobody like me in your life. And we are the originators. The innovators. I'm a just original. You're, never, you're not going to find another National League. Right? I, I like it that a lot, of, a lot of other people wants to come up with my name. And try to be me. But I'm me. And for for a racket. I'm not going to have. Even if it's my manager slash friends. Try to tell me who and what I am. You're not naturally, or you're Jack Nancy, you're Jack this. So I'm not Jack nothing, okay? I am Ashley Leroy. And I say what I want, I do what I want. Of course, in the context of not getting canceled because, you know, I got this cancel coach. If you say something the wrong thing, well, you know, your career could get ruined or you could fuck something up. But I say and how I do I want to if I want to chill out 
I'll chill out. If I want to hit, hit promos the way I want to hit promos, let me hit the promos I want to hit. I am necessarily what I do. What the fuck I want to do. I say what I want to say. Because I don't need nobody telling me who I am. Okay? Let's get that right. And I do it on my own terms. Just like when I do, like Juicin done it like a retire. I'm going to retire on my own goddamn terms. Because ain't nobody going to fucking tell me, yeah, you need to do this. And yeah, you need to say this. I say what I want to say and do what I want to do. That's what the podcast is for. So I had to get that out right now. But um, all the younger fans, all the people that are listening to, if you if I have told you about my podcast on you now and you are now listening to the podcast, uh, not only if your name is Bray, all the people that I've made friends of on you now, please Please do yourself a favor. Go check out the legendary matches of Jushin Dunn Liger. Because he really is a commodity. You're not going to find guys like that. Guys like that. Ric Flair. Dusty Rose. Me. Myself. The originals. You're not going to find too many original people in pro wrestling. And I am one of them. So, so is Jushin Dunn Liger. And I will tell you. You will be amazed by his matches. Anyway. I'm going to get out of here. And I have some. Stuff to do, plus I'm gonna get something to eat. And uh it's been fun talking about Juice and Dunn Liger. Uh but uh, before I gum, he's wrestled in WWE, I'll say this. You know, like I said before. But only one time just to get out of that off the off the list. And he didn't like sign a contract, oh I wanna wrestle for WWE. No. He just came in there for NXT, he wrestled, uh and of course it was a badass match. Him with Samoa Joe, him and Perry Williams, Brian Danielson. He's been all over and wrestled literally all over the world. Literally wrestled for every company in the world. He's not only just a wrestling, he's not only just a Japanese wrestling legend. He's a pro wrestling legend. And with that said, for your amazing, fantastic career, you should have done the liger. I hope you have a great life with your family, your girlfriend, whatever you have. Uh, and... You know, knowing that you inspired guys like Adam Cole, myself, and Seth Rollins, and other people. We thank you, Juice and Dunn and Liger. And with that being said, you know what it is. It's Nashville Podcast. It's that man. And I want you, what I always want you to do is stay nasty, my friends. And you know, after you wake up at the cold dose of Nashville, you know that it's nasty time. <laughs>